0: Welcome to Thriving Moms of Autistics podcast, a free resource for moms raising young autistic children. I am your host, Dr. Christina Wilson. I created Thriving Moms of Autistics after years of experience working with families and having my own autistic child. I coach moms of young autistics one-on-one to tap into their strengths, create a supportive community, set firm boundaries, and raise their autistic child with confidence subscribe to the podcast, and check out the earlier episodes so you don't miss a thing. Now, let's get to it. Hi, moms. There's a lot going on in our world today. We've been impacted by the pandemic, economic changes, a national shortage of autism specialists, long wait lists for treatment, and increased crime rates. The list just goes on and on. I think it's a hard time for everybody. There are many challenges occurring right now in my state regarding Medicaid, which greatly impacts families of autistics. These elements of life add to the typical challenges that moms of autistics incur. It is overwhelming for all of us, especially with holidays coming up on top of it. In this episode, I peel the layers of the onion to share my own vulnerability to this and show how this impacts all of us. I explore ways to control the uncontrollable and get back on track during difficult times. Find the full transcript for this episode at thrivingmobsofautistics.com slash 47 please share the podcast with other moms to help them grow in their autism journey. And you can also do this by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. I appreciate you. So the negative impact of things out of your control as an autism mom. As you know, I tend to be an optimistic person, but I get down at times too optimistic outlook might make it appear that I am just unscathed by the negativity of life at times. But that's completely not true. We're all human beings and we're vulnerable to the things going on around us. Some impacts are greater than others. And moms deal with this differently based on their own experiences, beliefs, and coping mechanisms. I am in a different place now than I was 10 to 20 years ago. We grow and we evolve with time and experience. These are stressful times for many reasons, which is why the content of this episode is so timely and it's so important. So I want to start out with a brief survey to get you thinking about your current state of stress. So you might circle back to um, the transcript for this as well. If you're driving, (laughs) for example, and perhaps you can make a list and consider the impact of each item. It might be zero impact, or could be minimal to high on a scale of one to 10. So take a moment to consider these eight common stress areas. The first is finances. It might be you have low pay, high debt, um, high utilities, grocery bills are going up, um, medical expenses. The next is job and career. So you may have poor management where you work, there's a low morale, you just don't enjoy what you do. Three, community support. Minimal people in your life that get autism, that's a common one. Um, A few reliable and compatible friendships or relationships. Four, family. So you may have some things going on parenting-wise with your significant other, um, familial discord. That happens. That happens in all families. But it might be a big thing right now for you. Number five, housing issues. So you might live in a high crime neighborhood, one that is really noisy, um, which isn't good for an autistic. Um, You know, you may have high housing expenses. Um, That's really a significant thing right now people are dealing with. Number six, health issues. And that could be physical, emotional. Number seven, education needs. It could be that there's issues with the IEP, maybe it's not being followed, um, maybe it could be better, you lack the support, um, there's increased pushback or minimization of the accommodations that are needed for success. And number eight, treatment needs. Long wait list, <laughs> shortage of professionals limited treatment options in your particular area. All of these things are very real and it may be all of the above for you. So take some time and consider each area. Think about listing, um, you know, you, you've taken a look at each area and how high of an impact that area is for you, but also consider making a list from highest to lowest, you might be surprised by the outcome. You may even notice that some areas are higher or lower than you expected. So what moms of autistics can do to make a difference? Well some of these stressors can improve over time with implementation of changes. Others, mm, they are just not within your control at least for the moment. And that's hard. That is a scary thought when you have limited control over something. As humans, we often try to control the uncontrollable with worry. That is the last thing you want to do. You might want to do it, but it's the last thing you need to do. My mom was a wonderful human being. She was a chronic worrier. And she had good reason. You know, she was overwhelmed as a single mom, working more than one job. Um, She had limited income, medical insurance, um, unreliable transportation, serious health issues that she had to contend with. Um, As a result, I learned to control my anxiety through worry. Because, you know, as kids, we're little sponges, right? It took a while for me to unlearn that. But I did, and you can too. So I mentioned that we use worry to control things. We cannot immediately change or ever change. We need to be more mindful that this becomes a habit, a really bad habit, and it takes some time to change. You can make new habits, healthier habits. So I'm going to give you five strategies that helped me. So you can tweak these if needed to suit you specifically. So the first of the five is to be mindful of what triggers your stress response. So we all have stress, that's just the way it is. I mean, that's life. You know, we're not gonna get away from that. Um, The mini survey that I provided is a great place to start. Um, Now this will help you analyze your potential stressors and determine which are the most impactful. Okay, so you might even have to take that down the road and see where you are in that moment in time because it might be different. So you'll keep that handy. Number two, find something that helps you de-escalate. Now I have talked a little bit about this in the past. You know, it's hard to focus during encounters with high-stress events, right? Um, especially when we can go from zero to a 100 in these challenging situations, and it can happen to any of us. You likely need a healthy distraction to get your heart rate down and your breathing normalized if, if it's not significant and really has a huge impact on you. So I've mentioned, you know, some of the breathing techniques in previous episodes Um, Guided imagery, meditation. So, these are the things that will physically help your body and also your mind and bring them back to homeostasis. Another way to steer um, your mind away is to focus on something enjoyable. So, you know, distraction is good in these moments. Um, So, I'm going to put myself out there. (laughs) Don't judge but my favorite things are short videos. And anything involving a cute and funny animal, cleaning hacks, um, Mediterranean cooking (laughs) recipes, any of that brings great joy to my heart. And I really, really do enjoy it and feel relaxed by it. Um, It just does. I'm not sure why, because all three of those things are so different, right? So these are distractions so you can get more relaxed and prepare your mind for the next steps. Number three, manage a routine. Now, Like my son, I need routine and you probably get that. Um, we are very similar creatures and I hear this often from other moms of autistics. I am better prepared to tackle things that come my way when I keep moving. I get some rest and eat right. Now, is that easy? No. (laughs) Um, It is challenging, especially with the cost of today. So I have to get really creative with the way I do it. Um, And fortunately, I have several autoimmune disorders, um, as do many moms in my special needs community of supporters that I'm close with. And I noticed that it's interesting that we have that connection if I drink a Coke or have more processed foods, it just wreaks havoc on my muscles and joints. It also creates more brain fog, poor focus, and sleep. We must be mindful of how we treat our bodies and how it impacts our ability to deal with stress. It's it's huge, and I think we forget that sometimes because we're going 100 miles an hour, literally. Um you know, food, sleep, increased movement. Think of it as your body armor against inevitable stress or to counter it. Keep in mind that we are looking at changes that we can control that will have an impact on our stress reaction. And number four, use the power of your mind. Remember the old serenity prayer Now you might not be into prayer and that's okay, but the premise is good because it mentions accepting the things you cannot change, the courage to change the things you can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So it's really hard to accept things or something as is, but it is so powerful to meet yourself where you are in a given situation. That doesn't mean that you give up. It doesn't mean that things won't get better. It means that you focus on what you do have control over in that moment and you can grow from it. This involves your mindset. When your mindset is fixed, you believe that it will never get better and you fall victim to the way it is. But a growth mindset impacts you differently You acknowledge that this is happening now and envision how things will be different in the future. You do what you can to make that happen. You do your best and you don't give up because it will take time. And number five, find someone who gets it. This is why your community matters. If you can find that one person to confide in, that is worth gold. I mentioned that many moms in my circle have that I've developed have children with special needs and similar health issues. They get it when I'm having a hard time moving my body and encourage me and hold me accountable lovingly. They are there with me. I do the same for them. Also, I have a sounding board. Honestly, you do not have to have someone in your life with all the answers, right? You often just need for someone to listen to you. And that is incredibly meaningful. So I've unpacked a lot today. You might wanna check out the transcript if you need to. And I hope that it resonates and it helps you. I look forward to our time together next week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Moms of Autistics podcast. Be sure to leave a review and tell other moms of autistics about the podcast. Let's support each other. Find the full transcript for this episode at thrivingmomsofautistics.com. And be assured, you are not alone in your journey.